Psalm 129, A Song of Ascents Greatly have they afflicted me from my youth. Let Israel now say, Greatly have they afflicted me from my youth, yet they have not prevailed against me. The plowers plowed upon my back. They made long their furrows. The Lord is righteous. He has cut the cords of the wicked. May all who hate Zion be put to shame and turned backward. Let them be like the grass on the housetops, which withers before it grows up, with which the reaper does not fill his hand, nor the binder of sheaves his arms. Nor do those who pass by say, The blessing of the Lord be upon you. We bless you in the name of the Lord. The word of the Lord. You know, the Bible is interesting um, because there, there's both confidence in the salvation or blessing of God, but also in the judgment of God and in his just righteousness that, uh, that will come upon the wicked. Uh, so what are your thoughts on the passage? Well, it's, it's so vivid, isn't it? I mean, all these, so many of these Psalms have these, these pictures. Um, I, it might, my, my eyes just drawn to that in verse three, the plowers plowed upon my back. They've made, and you have this, almost this picture of like a beating, uh, almost uh, they've made long their furrows. Um, you can't help but bring to mind some of these pictures you have of, for example, slaves that were just mm. beaten brutally. And, uh, and that kind of suffering, you know, that's been going on for clearly for a long time, right? Greatly, they've afflicted me from my youth. This is not a, a short experience of suffering. It's one that the psalmist is saying, this has been a long season of suffering and affliction. And uh, and you're right, Jason, there is in the scriptures, and we, we shouldn't be embarrassed by it. We need to think carefully and, and biblically about it. But there is this expectation that there will come a day of vindication for the people of God and that those who oppose God and his people will experience judgment. And that I think is here in some way to, to comfort us in the present suffering. That's right. I mean, and, and it's actually, it, it, not only does it comfort us, it rightly depicts God. I mean, God's glory is known both in his kindness, mercy, salvation. It's also known in his, in his judgment. God is going to receive glory from every human soul, right? He will either receive glory from that soul in his salvation of that soul by his mercy, by his grace that he displays in Christ because Jesus on our behalf was crushed, or he's going to receive his glory from that soul. If that soul stays rebellious against him, does not repent, trust in Jesus by crushing that soul. And, uh, and, and it's interesting, too, among the psalmist is they're picking up on the injustice and, and in a sense, rightly calling out God's justice, God's judgment on the unjust. And I think that's helpful for us. I, I don't think that we should be like ashamed of that. I think that we should desire God's salvation, right? We can say, have mercy on them because you've shown mercy on us, but, but, but stop this, you know, show yourself who you are, show how powerful you are. Bring about, I mean, something. sometimes I find myself praying, like, bring about the fear of the Lord in this person's heart. Help them to see who they are and what they're yeah. doing. And uh, and we see that throughout the Bible. You know, Brandon and I were just talking about the book of Jude. I mean, Jude is that book. It's, it's look, a day of judgment is coming, so don't fall away. Be faithful. Persist. Yeah. Um, and you think when, when God in his mercy does take one of those who hates Zion, to quote verse 5, and transforms them by his grace, then you have these remarkable stories. And I can't help but think of Saul 
of Tarsus, who I mean, who, yeah, who we know as Paul, but but he he was one of those who actively persecuted the church. He actively hated Jesus Christ. He he was conspiring to murder and persecute the early church, and so all of the curses, so to speak, all of the judgment that is enumerated here in the second half of the verse, that should have fallen on Saul of Tarsus. But you and I know the story didn't end there. On that way to Damascus, the risen Christ, in his mercy and grace, confronted him, blinded him physically, but opened the eyes of his heart. Mm. And his life was never the same. He went from being one of those who deserved shame, who deserved destruction, who deserved judgment, and he was adopted into the family of God. He was redeemed. And then he experienced the blessing of being part of the people of God. So even then, those that would afflict and persecute the people of God, today's the day of salvation. It's it's not too late to repent, to turn, and to know mercy. Because the true person of God has been persecuted. I, I even think of that at the end of this passage here where the people are walking by and they're not they're not saying blessing. They're, in a sense, saying curse. And I, I think it's exactly what was done to Jesus where they say, look at, look at him, he who would do this, he who said he could rebuild the temple, look at him now, right? Because Jesus was willing to endure that, because Jesus was willing to become the one who was scorned by the world and even scorned by God, we now can become the one who is blessed. So for Matt Paul, I'm Jason Dees. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.